The life lets me down and the lies tell me I've been abandoned When the darkness surrounds and it seems that there's no hope inside I can call on your name and you release my pain, Lord, you hear me I can lean into you, Lord, and know that you carry me. Because I need for you to carry me up on your shoulder. You're releasing your peace with every breath that I breathe. I can call on your name and your love covers pain. There's no place that I'd rather be than right here with you. I'm safe in your eyes, I'm washed in the blood. You see, fear is the enemy. Left to its lies, it'll break me. I won't be led to believe that all feelings I am should be trusted. I can let go feel as you open my eyes to your hand on me. I can lean into you, Lord. Let your fight for me, Lord. You fight. Oh, I need for you to carry me up on your shoulders. You're releasing your peace with every breath that I breathe. And I can call on your name and your love covers pain. There's no place that I'd rather be than right here with you. I'm safe in your arms. I'm washed in the blood. You see all of the lies that fill up my mind. They come straight from the voice of the enemy. I will give up this pride and run straight to the fight Cause I know you're living in me Lord, I'll step across fear and surrender my life And become who you called me to be Who you called me to be trust you, Lord, because I need for you to carry me up on your shoulders. You're releasing your peace with every breath that I breathe. Lord, I call on your name and your love covers pain. There's no place that I'd rather be than right here with you. I'm safe in your arms. I'm lost in the blood. I'm lost in the blood. I'm lost in the blood. Lord, I'm lost in the blood. fan i hope we're family i hope y'all had an absolutely beautiful weekend it was a lovely sunday here gosh we finally got the the uh, greenhouse done i know we've been talking about that for a long time but it's done thank you heavenly father for making me throw the instructions away and just doing it by eye worked a whole lot better guys we got a short episode tonight we're gonna break our brother back in slowly it's been a while but we got a special surprise for you but first i'm gonna say hello to living living how are you doing 
I'm doing great. I'm so excited to have our greenhouse done. Oh, awesome. And I'm really excited to be looking at the Zoom screen and seeing my brother in arms right here. I have missed your voice and you so much. I'm glad to see you, and I'm I'm glad you're doing well. I know. Well. He, he, guys, you can't Better. see him, but he looks so much younger. I know. <laughs> Did you, like, rewind, or what happened here, brother? What happens when you get sick and you lose almost 35 pounds? <laughs> you're looking You're looking. You look great. You're looking great, man. You really Thanks. look great. It's good to see you. We really, I really missed you, and I know Duncan did, too. Missed a lot. You know, I've yeah. missed a lot of people. I've missed being here. I've missed being a part of this. You know, this this whole thing when we started, it was all for God anyhow. It had nothing to do with me or anything else. And that's the way I'll continue to look at it as well. But, uh, yeah, Absolutely. it's it's been, I wouldn't wish, yeah, I've been joking with some people telling me I wouldn't wish this on Joe Biden. But, and I, <laughs> and I, honestly, do, I honestly do mean that. But at the same time, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it, it's good to, to be you know, back and, you know, I try to get on and, you know, look through the telegram and things like that. And, and I still chat with some people who reach out to me and things like that, but I'm limited, you know, on, I'm still limited on how, how much I can set up and things like that. And we'll go into that in a minute. And I'll just speak a little bit and then I'm, you know, I'm going to go ahead and let you do your intro and things like that. And then we'll get into kind of where we're at right now with me and then something else. Well, I still haven't built an intro for brothers and oh. I'm waiting for you to come back full time. Um, and I, Will you just let me know when you're ready for me to do whatever. Man, I, like I said, is I, whenever you are feeling tip top again, I look forward to getting you back for Brothers in the Bible, getting yours on. But like I said, it's in God's time. And that's one thing is that, you know, we were talking earlier and we'll make this brief so we can move on to our topic for the evening. Like I said, guys, we're going to do a shorter show tonight just to kind of break them in slowly. So it'll be about 30 minutes or so. Um, but anyways, you were talking about, you know, you felt like you were cursed, you know, but you know, one thing about you, well, obviously being my brother, brothers, you, I love you more than anyone on this earth. You know what I'm saying? As far as my, my male bros go, you're, you're a brother of brothers. We will always be brothers until we leave this earth, either rapture or um, the Biden administration kills us, whichever comes first. Um, nonetheless, we're going to end up in the same place, hopefully. But uh, you've always been very optimistic, even as bad as you have felt. You, you have been very optimistic. And you, your first thing that you say to me is like, you know, what am I supposed to learn? What is God trying to tell me? Does he need me to, you know what I'm saying? So you, just, right. just like a good Christian, you automatically are optimistic about it and you look for the reason that God may have put this into your life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and I know that this is, it's different for people. So nobody get upset with me when I say this, you know, we don't, we don't always understand. And that's the hardest part of it. You know, it did I've had this problem off and on for 15 years, but this time I can't seem to get over it. And it's been really bad. I, I'm I'm not even going to go into how bad it was because that would take two hours for me to talk about all this. But you know, it's it's been a it's been a trial for me, not just be me, but my wife and my family, uh, those who care about me and things like that. Um, and you never realize what someone's going through until you walk a mile. You you can sympathize all you want to, you can try to understand all you want to. But unless you've been there, you can't really fully understand. So, you know, the, the whole process of this thing, you know, I was starting, the devil was starting to creep in and try to break my faith. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm No, my God created everything. My God can hold the whole universe in his right hand. Why would I doubt what he tells his children? And again, that's the important part. If you're his child, okay, if you're, if you're a true Christian, you're, you're truly bought with the blood of Jesus Christ because that is the only atoning, okay? If you're bought with that blood, then all his promises are yours. That doesn't mean your life is going to be a better road. Look at Paul. Look at Peter. Yes. Look at all the rest of them. And I began to think about these things. The Holy, the Holy Ghost began to bring these things back to me. Why are you doubting? Why are you even wondering? Has not God done what he said he's going to do? True. So I just turned it over to the Lord, you know, and and I'll talk a little bit in a minute about how we we think we may have praise God, all glory to the Lord God Almighty. We think what's been going on with me for fifteen years, we've now nailed it. Now it's all up to God. Uh, right in what, time for the battle that He needs you in, you know. <laughs> like I said, I mean, you're yeah. down for the moment, but you're not down when we need you. Yeah, my point is, you know. Listen to me, folks, and I know there's a lot of you that's going through things, and there's people that's got cancer. There's people who's lost loved ones. 
there's we don't understand. But what I can tell you this is through my process, I'm going to share some, you know, glory to God. When you go through these things, you may not be healed here on this earth of it. I want to make that very blatant. Nowhere does it say God's going to heal you while you're here. He could call you home and then you're healed. Mm-hmm. Okay, but what I will tell you is this. When you, in your hardest times, rejoice in him, when you thank him, when you praise him, amen? Amen. That's when your blessings are going to come. Big amen. That's when he is going to come down and he is going to meet you because he is a holy God. He does not need us. He loves us and wants us. And that's even better than needing us when you think about it. Oh, no, he, he, you're right. He, he wants us. Okay. You know, that's right. I've told you, I've, I've had a friend a while back, man, that it, it was more pagan than anything. All right. Um, and every time things would go well in their life, you know, they were thinking they were thinking the pagan things. But whenever something would go wrong in their life, they're like, why would God allow this to happen? It's like, look. Right. You know, you can't go blaming God when things are bad and then thanking your pagan gods when things are good. It's one or the other. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, if you believe in them, it's them that's creating the problems in your life. That's right. God, you know, God's word says he's a jealous God. Okay. He's he's jealous over us. He, he, and that doesn't mean in a sense that we think of jealousy. It means how much he loves us. Okay. He wants good for us and he, he wants us to be obedient and things of that nature. You know, God doesn't set up in heaven looking down, causing problems for people. Quite the opposite, to be really. He will allow things to, number one, bring him glory, praise, and honor, which he well deserves from all of us each and every day. And he will allow things to make your faith stronger. He will allow things to get you in a different place. He will allow things for you to be able to say, hey, I see what you're going through. And let me just say, I do understand because I have put those same shoes on and I walked a mile. Now, praise God, let me tell you what he did for me. Can I get an amen? You know, yeah, that's the kind of thing. And sometimes, you know, do I want to be going through this? No, it's been very, very hard. I don't ever want to go through this again. But from that day when I, you know, I, God came down to me and I, and I met him and I began, you know, to really open this thing up and Satan was attacking me and he was trying to get on my shoulder, make me doubt um, and I don't care who you'd be the strongest Christian out there, but I'm going to tell you right now, do not ever think that you're more powerful than Satan. You have mm-hmm. no power except unless you're washed in the blood of Jesus. And then only then is it the Lord who rebukes. Okay. Yeah. So that's the thing we, we need to, we need to remember, we're going to go through hardships. We're going to experience things. And we, and I don't, you know, like right now, I do not understand why I've went through this totally. I have spent a lot of time. I've drawn closer to God. My walk is closer now than it was before. I've learned some things. He showed me some things. I've had to repent of some things. I've had to let him tell me some things where I'm, eh, I'm, 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 I'm right, but I'm, I need to do this a different way kind of thing. So there's always room to learn, Yeah. no matter how much of the Bible you know or how close you think your walk is. Um but drawing close to him, having that relationship, as as you've said, as I say a lot, every, you know, you've got to have that relationship, folks. I cannot stress that enough. No. Uh, I mean, especially now. You know, learning or excuse me, knowing and applying are two completely different things. You can know yeah. scripture better than anything in the world and still be here after rapture. You know what I'm yeah. saying? The key is, did you apply what you knew? And, yeah. you know, we were discussing this earlier and, and I'm going to wait for you to get on this topic. You know, when you're feeling better, we'll do a full show. And we're going to talk about family curses, you know, something that we had discussed earlier, what was meant by that, how to break them and so forth. It's going to be a great conversation. Um, well, I can tell you one thing. The only thing that can technically break curses is the blood of Jesus. It's Yeah, that's it. Period. You know, just like you were saying a minute ago, you know, we don't rebuke. The Lord rebukes. Even Michael, when he was in heaven, booting Satan out, he didn't say, I rebuke you. He's like, oh. I rebuke you in the name of the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Right. So the Lord shall rebuke you. And that's one thing, you know, that, that we, that the big, one big difference between the New Agers, Christians, is that the New Agers tend to think that they're responsible for what they do on this earth. Christians go, uh-uh, I only did that because God allowed me, or God was working through me, or in me, you know what I'm saying? But giving praise to Him for the things that we accomplish, um, unlike a lot of the pagans and the New Agers, which are like, look what I did. Yeah, well, you know, in the book of Acts, real briefly, in the book of Acts, 
Uh, I think it's over about chapter 12 or so. Anyhow, um, you know, Herod had set himself up when, when he was going after Peter and some of the others, Herod had set himself up to be a God. And, and because he did so in front of the people, an angel of the Lord came down and killed him. Yeah. So, you know, the, the important thing to always remember is, and I've said it before, the creator are not above the creator and we need to be serving him from a pure, humble heart and a mind and a spirit. And if we're not, well, then we need to be seeking that um, because that's the only way that we can truly draw close in a, in a good relationship. Now, there's people that can have, I've had relationship with the Lord for a long time, but it's nowhere near what it is now. Had I not gone through some of these things, would See, I be yeah, where I am? Probably not. Exactly. We, we discussed uh, last week about, you know, those la lacks of faith, those temporary mm -hmm. lacks of faith. And often those temporary lacks of faith end up making you stronger in your faith than you would have been. You know what I'm right. saying? So, so a lot of, you know, some Christians would be like, well, you know, if you're a true Christian, you wouldn't have that lapse of faith. And I, I disagree with that because I know some really strong preachers that have that. They just question a couple of things, but once they get that answer, they're closer to God than they thought they were before. Right. And your thing is, you don't never know how you're going to get that answer. So be careful what you ask for. Yeah. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah. You better make sure your faith is, is where you think it needs to be. Um, you better be in God's word a lot and walking real close because sometimes he will allow me to look at Job. You know, when this first happened to me, that's who I felt like was Job, you know, and I'm thinking, wow, okay, has the Lord allowed Satan to come in and, and do some things to me that draw me? And I still don't have a definitive answer on that, but I can all I can say is this, is I don't really care. All I can say is praise God, his holy name, that I, I did go through this and he was with me the whole time. He never let me die. Nope. No. He, I went through some hard things and each day, was a struggle and it's even a struggle now, but he's, he's still with me and he's reassuring me, Hey, I'm here. Just, you, you got to learn to be patient. And that's the biggest thing I've learned out of this whole thing was be patient, but real briefly, I'll talk, you know, a little bit about what's happened. So most people know, you know, around July, um, I had something happen. I had to go to hospital, felt like I was having a heart attack. I've had these things off and on for 15 years. I've been labeled anxiety, PTSD, um, ADHD. I've done a lot of tests for that stuff. I've had every test that the doctors here can do on me, except for a heart cath. Every time you go to the hospital, you're always labeled from that point on anxiety attack, panic attack, you know, a fight or flight. And I kept telling them, it's not that whatever's happening to me is what's triggering the anxiety. Um, because I would go years on the depression, anxiety medicine, playing the game. And then I'd wing myself off of it and I'd go, for a long time without it. And then bam, all of a sudden one day it hit me again. Well, long story short. So as this went on a few weeks ago, I just looked up to heaven one day I was outside and I said, if you won't heal me, then I can't be healed because man cannot heal me. And if you're not going to heal me, I'm good with that because I'm going to still praise your holy name for whatever reasons I'm going through this, but at least give me the strength to endure it. And that evening I just happened to be on the internet doing some, some research. And I even sent it over to my wife. I said, what do you think? So we, we went looking into it. And what it is, is years ago, I was labeled with this thing called binocular vision where I actually fell out at work and my eyes were moving back and forth so fast and I couldn't stop them. The only way that I wasn't, you know, throwing up or feeling like I was going to pass out was to keep my eyes closed. And they labeled, I went and did therapy. And that's when we found out that I have binocular vision. Well, what I have is a stem from binocular vision that comes from a bad head head injury. Very, very few people are, are born. It's not really hereditary, but it does come from something really like a really bad concussion, which I could have had those many times in my life. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's actually, if you want to look it up, it's called vertical heterophoria. Um, and it gives you all kinds of symptoms. It can give you symptoms of ADHD. When you're reading, you can't remember. It can cause memory problems. It can cause you when you're reading, you skip lines. Um, when you stand up, you feel dizzy. Or if you move your head to one way too quick, you feel dizzy. Um, it's just a, I mean, there's just a multiple list of what this can cause. And I, and every one of them is me, you know, it's like when I was reading it, I was reading my diary, you know, and, and I don't have a diary, but anyhow, I'm just saying, so we pursued it with a friend of mine, um, who started treating me for binocular vision and come to find out, you know, through some reading and stuff too, that it can actually be cured through some therapy and wearing these special glasses that what the glasses actually do. So like what's happening, just to give you a, a real quick rundown, what's happening is when I look at something, even though I, in, in my 
front of my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I'm looking at it. It's right. It's really not. It's bent. And my brain is struggling to keep it where I recognize what it is. And my eyes and brain are working against each other. And that's what I kept telling everybody when they asked me, say, you know, well, what, I mean, what's going on with me? How do you feel? And I'd, I'd tell them, I told my wife, my mom and, and my children many times, you know, I feel like my eyes and my brain aren't working together. And that's because they weren't. They were working against each other. And these glasses, what it does, it's kind of like the old Pink Floyd album, Dark Side of the Moon, where they shine the light through the prism. And then it comes out at a different angle and you see all the beautiful colors, right? Well, that's kind of what my eyes, that's what these glasses will do. It will take the picture. When the picture hits the lens, it will automatically correct it going into my eye and my brain and they won't be working against each other. So praise God almighty that there is a cure for this. I've just got to get to that point. I know with the name binocular vision, man, why can't it be something cool? Like, okay, man, know, you, right? I'm, you need to be my sniper spotter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish that was the case, but it's, it's, it's not because it's caused my heart and made me feel like I was going to have a heart attack. It's made me feel like I've had fire running through my veins. Um, it's made me weak, shaky, nauseous, dizzy. Um, you know, I, I mean, the list just goes on and on, uh, yeah, very fatigued. Now, am I saying that's, you know, was that the absolute whole problem for it? No, because to be quite honest, you know, at my age, I wasn't, when I was working, I wasn't eating a proper diet. I wasn't, you know, I was drinking two, two liters of diet Pepsi a day. That's not good for you. Everybody knows that, you know, but in this process, I mean, I've, uh, I went in weighing 298 and the last time I got weighed a few weeks ago, I was 268. So that's 30 pounds a few weeks ago that I'd done lost. And if I had um, lost and, that, you wouldn't be able to see me right now. You know, it's, it's a bad way to, to get to that point of losing weight. But even at that, I still look at this as, okay, through this process of, of all this hardship I've been through, God's been preparing me spiritually. He's been preparing me physically. He's been preparing me mentally. He's been there the whole time helping me. And again, it's it's been bad, but I'm going to praise God through it because, again, I've learned in my life. When you, when you start to send praises to him, he, that's when he will definitely come down and meet you if you're his child. Even even if you, you, know, you said something earlier about people that's that's walked away kind of thing. And, and I know people like that. But I can tell you one thing, something that I, I, I know for sure. If you are sincerely God's child, even if you walk away, I will promise you he is going to do his best to call you right back to where you need. Yeah. And you may go through some hardships to get there. Don't don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. You know, and I didn't walk away from God for this to happen to me. It's just something that happened. You know, for years I've been praying, Lord, heal me. I used to go to work every morning when I was going to work. I was I would pray on the way to work and I say, Lord, if you would just just please heal me of this because I was having to take all the, you know, anxiety medicine stuff. And it just, it wasn't working. And I would go to work and have to work all day feeling shaky and feeling like I was going to pass out and my stomach doing these cartwheels and flips and stuff. And, and lo and behold, 15 years later, now, praise God, we have an answer. Now he could reach out ahead. He could merely thank me to be 20 years old again. See, that's awesome. But he hasn't done that. No. And that doesn't matter to me because I understand I'm not designed to live forever. I don't care about that. All I care about is praising his name and him accomplishing in me what it is that I was born and created to do for him. Yes. That's my end goal. Amen. Man. As Paul said, run Amen. the race. Run the race. Okay. Exactly. You know, you, know you and I have kept up, uh, you know, during this whole time. You know, like I said, you, you, you are the brother of brothers. You know, love you so much. And, uh, and, and I've been watching, you know, by the listen that you can talk and so forth, you're sounding a lot better. You sound great today. Yeah. You know, and uh, that's no, the thing, you know, people I've had in my family say, you know, they say, well, you look good. You know, you sound, you sound better than you did, but it's like sitting here right now. My eyes are, my head kind of feels woozy just from sitting here doing all this talking, you know, and that's the struggle right now. My body wise, I feel like I want to start working out and running again, you know, but my head wise, I can't, you know, I, I won't even, I won't even really drive anywhere unless I have someone with me um, because I don't want to put other people's life in, you know, number one in, in jeopardy by something could happen to my eyes. Yeah. You know, I don't want to get somewhere and get stranded. And now my family's got to come get me kind of thing. So, you know, I've just been kicking it around the house, 
you know, the crib here and uh, the crib time with the Lord, you know, so it's, it's been rough, but uh, you know, again, I praise God because I know my faith is he is going to heal me of this. Uh, if, if he can, if he can keep my wife from, you know, dying, he could keep my son from dying. This is no problem for him. There again, there's no problems for him. Anyhow, I've read enough of his word that, you know, it's just the thing. We, we've got to get back to the basics and the sound doctrine of, of the scripture. And we've got to get away from some of this mess that's being told in the world. And, and we've got a choice to make. God, God's not going to let you ride a split railed fence. No. no, no. Choose, you, choose you this day whom you will serve. You're either going to bow down and surrender completely to him, or you're just going to, you're going to struggle. That's just totally your choice. God's not going to force you to do anything, you know, and that's what we've got to remember. And I've learned that out of this, too, because, you know, I could have been doing more. Not that I wasn't doing anything. All of us can always be doing more. But that's the point. Are we putting our best foot forward? Yeah. You you can't serve two masters. So if you think you're serving two masters, you're actually serving one master and ain't the right one. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and, and again, it's easy to do. And especially in the day and age where, you know, we're living, there's so much deception. There's so much of this and there's so much for that. And everything seems like everybody is wanting to be the right person on all the stuff that's being put on social media. They want to be the go-to person for, you know, seeking all this fame and glory. And, you know, I've had the Lord come to me many a times and, and say, why is that important? What's more important? Telling people how they can come to know me how they can be born again, because if they're not, they're going to hell. Okay. Or is it more important to know how many Joe Bidens are out there or, you know, how many Donald Trump's are they? Things like, and I'm like, you know what, Lord, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. And I'm sorry. I apologize. You know, forgive me for spending more time doing that stuff than I was doing in your word. Yeah. You know, and, and that's where I'm at. Uh, and everybody, you know, Whatever, whatever your thing is, all I'll say is this, if whatever God's convicting you of, you need to listen. Okay. Because I'm, I'm telling you, we, we are, we're close. It could be another hundred years. I'm not going to say, I don't know the time. I don't care because my home's not here. I could care less if it's tonight. If it's night, praise God, come on and get me. All right. But what I am concerned about is people out there who are are being deceived people out there who are, who are not obeying God because, and it doesn't matter. You're going to reap your reward, whoever you are, just like I'm going to reap my reward. But what does bother me is when I, when I'm seeing so many people who are serving God with their mouth, but not necessarily with their heart, because it's kind of backwards when you think about it, you know, the word of God says, search the scriptures for any of them. You think you have life. Well, it's kind of the same thing. You know, Jesus said, you, you, you reverence me. These are my words. You reverence me with your mouth, but my, your heart is far from me. Yeah. And that's something we all need to think. But even myself, I sat here many a days when I was at home by myself and I thought about that, that, that scripture over and over and over with my mouth, I'm glorifying God, but am I truly glorifying God in my heart? And I'm thinking, well, yeah, I am. But then again, no, I'm not because I know what I should be doing. And that's preaching the good news. I should be telling people how to, to, you know, come to know the Lord from my heart. Just like Paul, many times when Paul was preaching, he was crying, literally crying to the, the men, the brethren, um, to, to be kind of begging them, if you would, to hear him. Um, and, and that's where we've got to get to. We've got to get to that sincerity um, and quit worrying about all this other stuff and, and wanting to feel good about ourselves. This is not about us, folks. This is not yeah. about it. the only thing about us is this is where we're going and we've got to get back to the sound doctrine of the blood of Jesus Christ because it's being taken out of a lot of your versions of the Bible. Uh, people are not talking about it. you got churches out here everywhere. Just, we just don't talk about that stuff no more because we'll lose congregation. You know, who cares, yeah. man? No, you got to tell people how you can be saved. OK, it, it comes through the you know, there has to be bloodshed for the atoning of sin. God's word says that. Period. And if you're not preaching the blood of Jesus Christ as your atonement for sin, then you're missing the mark. That's like talking about Moses and and never even talking about the blood sacrifices that God required. Yeah. You know, and thank God, praise God, we're not under the law anymore either, because I won't tell you, as I was when I first got laid up, I read Exodus twice and I was sitting there thinking, 
praise your holy name that Jesus came and died for us because there's no way that this old boy right here could have ever remembered any of that stuff. Yeah. So I would be, you might as well <laughs> just go ahead and throw me in hell because there's no hope for me. Well, fortunately, we did have that hope. And that would be Christ oh, yeah, on that absolutely. cross, you know, so he, he did give us that chance. And um, it's one thing is, you know, I still go in and talk about news and stuff like that. But what woke me up personally was realizing how real Satan was. And then I was like, oh, I'm, I need to focus on the Heavenly Father. So yeah. I, I spend a lot of my time, you know, a lot of time in Scripture, but everything scripturally based is showing people like these aren't bad people. These are evil people. These are people that are working for Satan. It's not just a, a couple of corrupt politicians. These are right. straight up Satanists, you know? So, and in some cases, like I said, as I always go, so if you want to find that salvation, you're going to find it in Christ. But some people these days, sadly, um, you start talking about Christ, like, I don't want to hear about it. You know what I'm saying? So it, it Yeah, it's, just like they don't want to hear about Satan. Yeah, exactly. You know how many churches, unless you go to a fundamental church, you're, you're not going to even hear that word, okay? Because all they want to talk about is rainbows and sunshine. And some right. of, some I mean, of them are talking about the wrong rainbows. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's the thing. You, you've got to talk about that a little bit, you know, not to the point that you're spending more time on that, but we've got to know, we've said it before on the show, we've, we've got to know who our enemy is, okay, bottom line. Um, but again, you know, when and when I do get back, and I know that I'll get back, there's no doubt in my mind about that. We're, we're, I'm going to be, when you're hearing me on here, it's not going to be so much as, um, you know, what does Daniel something, something say and Revelation this, and what does that mean? And if people have questions, I'll be glad to help them all I can. But it's going to be more of a repetitious sound doctrine kind of how, how, how do I know Jesus is real? How can I be saved? Yeah. You know, because that's most important. And it doesn't matter if the earth is flat or not. It doesn't matter, you know, the, the, how deep was the water on the earth when it was flooded? Where did dinosaurs come? What about aliens? You know, all those are interested. And I'm even intrigued by a lot of that stuff, too. But the bottom line is this. That's going to save anybody. You've got to know where you're going, because I'm telling you now, we we are. You've had signs in the heavens just recently, right before this war broke out over there. The Bible says the Jews require a sign. Okay, they always have. All right. Now you've got a full-fledged war going on over there. It's Ezekiel 38, 39, go to Zechariah 14. Okay. This could be the very then in my opinion, it is the Battle of Gog and Magog. And if it is, and they build the third temple next year, which they're talking about, do you really realize what happens there? Because they have everything already ready to go. All they got to do is build a temple. All right. And once they build that temple, now you're going to Daniel's seven weeks. Yeah. Okay. You're going into that or seven year thing. So that means the first three and a half years, we're going to have peace like never before. And then after three and a half years, the Antichrist is going to absolutely take control. Now, do you really understand what that means? That means if they build that next year, and what I just said is fact, if it does happen that way, okay, you read for yourself and you discern, let the Holy Spirit lead you. Okay. But what I'm saying is this, if that's how it goes down, that means in three within from that point that they build a temple next year, within three and a half years, we're gone. It's over, folks. Mm -hmm. Do you understand that? That means you may only have three years if you don't die beforehand. Yeah. You know, that's why we're talking tomorrow. That's why tomorrow's subject is going to be about getting your house in order. You know, because just that's like just like salvation um, remembers that, you know, Abraham had a heads up. Um, yep. Hezekiah didn't. And that's the whole thing is that we don't know, like life could end by life could end 10 minutes for me after I get done with this show. That's you right. Know what I'm saying? So, You're not promised tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. You know, so that's why I want to do the getting your house in order because it falls into that same thing. Is it making sure that you're right, making sure you've got that relationship. So you have that chance of salvation because if you wait until tomorrow, you, you may not have that chance. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you may pass away in your sleep. I don't want to be morbid, but Right. And I'm not trying to sound, I'm not sitting here telling you that's how it's going to go down, folks. I'm not trying to put a fear into you. Yeah. Heavens, oh, God forbid that I put a fear in you. But what I would like for you to do is at least think about it. You yeah. know, think about, hey, it, it, don't even think about what if I died tonight? Do I know where I'm going? Have I trusted in what Jesus did mm -hmm. for me and that his blood covers my sins? Am I truly believing and trusting in that for my salvation? When I stand before the judge in heaven, Am I going to have Jesus's blood, my lawyer, 
to cover what Satan's accusing me of, or am I just going to plead guilty and allow God to throw me into hell? Yeah, you don't want that. No, you. But these are things we. I'll be honest with you. From the time we're born till till right now, we should be thinking about. Do I really know where I'm going? Yeah, it's like there, there's very few things that we can predict when we're born, but one of those things is you're going to die. Right. <laughs> That's a, a guarantee. You may not right. be the big fancy lawyer. You may not end up in the military, but you're gonna die. You're gonna die. We sure. will die. It is a it is appointed to all men, but once died, then the judgment. Okay, you know it's, and that's the thing. And like I said, folks, don't let it scare you because that's what Satan will do. Maybe yeah. maybe you're a person out there that's been you. You've called on Jesus. You've accepted that blood sincerely, but you're under attack. I've been there. Satan come in, jumps up on your shoulder, starts attacking you. You start doubting. Yeah, I wonder if I really. I mean, I wonder if I really am saved. You know, because that's what he does. He tries to get you, just like he did with G Jesus in the wilderness. He tried to get him to doubt. He tried to get him to turn. He tried to get him away from the Father. We've got to keep our faith, and and by reading, and and praying, and having a relationship with the Lord, we can learn these things. And if you're not truly saved, and you seek Him, He will show you because He's not a liar. And His Word says, "Those who diligently seek Him will find Him." Yeah, I stand at the door and knock, and if any man open the door, I will come in. Okay, so He's not a liar, folks. If you're out there tonight or somewhere down the road, you're hearing this podcast, and you're not sure, then I plead with you, please. Find someone and make sure, okay? Yes. Get on your knees before God Almighty himself and just talk to him because that's the one prayer. Even if that's the greatest thing, even if you're not saved, that's the one thing that God will hear because he says he doesn't hear the prayer of the sinner. That means the unsaved person, unless they're under conviction through him, through the Holy Spirit of God, he hears. He will not turn you away. He will not cast you out in no wise. He will hear you, but it has to come from you. There's no special prayer that you say. There's, I hear all this stuff nowadays, and it's very concerning. So I'm worried about this generation coming up. There is no magical prayer. You must believe on what Jesus Christ did for your remission of sin and trust in that blood and understand that there is nothing that you will ever do that will make you good enough to our judge in heaven, our Father except for his son's blood. Yeah. That is it. Not and if you're out there and you're not preaching the blood of Jesus Christ in your churches, you need to start. Get okay. It, because yeah. we're talking about souls or find another church. Yeah. You know, I mean, seriously, that's, it's, it's got to end and we're the only ones that can make it in. And we've got to get, we need to be praying. God will, will prick the hearts of our pastors and our deacons and church members and people like us who are out here doing things prick our hearts that we give the message of salvation, the sound doctrine of Jesus Christ and what he did so that people can come in that saving knowledge of Jesus and trusting in him so that they can be saved. And then God will work the rest out in that person's life. See, that's one thing too, is, you know, you, you can lie through words, but your heart can't lie. That's exactly you, right. You can't lie to yourself. Therefore you certainly can't lie to God. And that's nope. why I believe, you know, for the people like, well, they've been a serial killer their whole life. And then they, they prayed for forgiveness at the end of their life. They're not going to be saved. I'm like, on the contrary, is it from their mouth or from their heart? God knows if you killed a hundred people in your lifetime, if you sincerely regret what you've done, God knows, you know, That's like right. I said, you can't lie to God and you can't lie to yourself. So, I mean, you know, God understands sincerity. So we're, we're actually 37 minutes. Are, are you up to talking briefly about, um, about government trust let's do that another time because right, well, i'm i'm about head wised out right now but yeah we'll we'll do that i had somebody reach out and was talking about should christians serve the government and that's going to be a fine line maybe we'll do that sometime before long we'll do maybe 30 minutes or something again and um what i would say if you're here tonight and we talk about this you hear it just understand you need you need to read yourself and and make that determination on what it is God's leading you to do. But I'm going to tell you some things that's going to probably blow your mind. You know, I've, I've heard people say, oh, well, Romans 13, you know, you, you'll be damned and this and that and other if you don't follow the government. Well, again, folks, you've heard me say it a thousand times. You can take a lot of scripture and make it say whatever you want to out of context, which means with a carnal mind. But when you're, when you're reading it the way that it's supposed to be in context through the Holy Spirit of God, God giving you the wisdom and the discernment and the understanding of the word, well, 
let's just say morals play a lot of part in, in that whole thing. And understand one thing also, God doesn't tolerate evil and he doesn't expect us to either. So you don't go out here running and creating problems because then God's going to deal with you for that. You know, in, in no way will I tell you that you're not, you shouldn't be, you should turn against your government. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I would say is one thing, and you 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 think about this over the upcoming days, when the, when they brought the coin to Jesus and asked him, you know, they was talking about the government kind of thing, and and they said, well, who, you know, should we obey them? And and what did Jesus say? Well, who whose picture is this on the coin? And they said Caesar. And he said, well, you render to Caesar what is Caesar, render to God what is God. And then you go over, I think it's Acts chapter five twenty nine, and you read and you find where Peter kind of gets into that same argument and and pretty much tells the people, should we obey men or should we obey God? So there's a fine line. That's my point. And we'll talk about that somewhere coming up. Sounds good. I was just reading something earlier. You know, basically a psychologist said that 80% of the people on this earth are unable to stand against rules and tyranny, even though they know what's wrong. Because the it's the leaders of the, the world and the country that are telling them what to do. And it's like, no, you listen to the Father. And if you have a question if something's right or wrong, talk to the Heavenly Father to get that answer. But God certainly didn't want us to follow unjust law. Tyranny. Evil, that's right. Yeah. God sent those, those governments and kings and places to do good unto the people. Go back. And again, if you don't believe me, go back through, go back through the, the Word of God. I mean, okay, so if we're supposed to, were the Israelites supposed to obey Pharaoh? Yeah. Well, under Pharaoh's law, they were. But what did God do? God released them from it, right? Because Pharaoh became this evil tyrant killing his people. There's a difference. When our government's working for the people, which they should, then I would, I, I totally agree. We, we should be, they're, they're treating us right. They're God fearing men. God's put them in there. We should be listening to their laws. You know, yeah, I don't agree with my seatbelt, but yeah, I'm going to wear it kind of thing. But when they become not godly, well, should we bow down to Herod? Should we bow down to Nebuchadnezzar? Yeah. I don't yeah. think so. No. Yeah, the answer that is That don't no. mean we run out there and start a war either. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying. Well, yeah. I have to pray a lot about that one. Like, God, please don't let me be the one to start this war. <laughs> God's word tells us we're supposed to seek peace, and that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. And. In all things, we should be seeking God, and we should try to, you know, the, the apostles ran, Paul ran for his life many times just because he was trying to keep the ordinance of God, the commandments of God, not to harm another man. Yeah. And that's that's kind of where I'm at now. You know, um, this world, you know, they were killed for, for his glory, basically. And am I saying people should, am I surrendering? No, I'm surrendering to God. I'm surrendering to Jesus Christ. Okay, and if my God tells me to pick a sword up and fight, that's what I'm going to oh, do. No. We we uh, had a conversation um, last week, or one of our, our topics was meekness and what mm -hmm. meekness means in Scripture. And a lot of people take it as like a wuss or being weak, and it's like no, it just means your your job isn't to perpetuate problems. Right. Your job is to diffuse them at all possible. But if it can't be diffused, it may come time to pick up the sword. You know, it's like with Peter. You know, thou who fights with the sword dies by the sword. It doesn't mean you can't use it. It just means it shouldn't be your first choice. <laughs> oh, you know, and that's the thing. We should be, first of all, we should be relying on God to to lead us in the way that we need to go. I mean, go, look at David. David fought many battles. Mm -hmm. you, you've got so many Gideon, and, and it goes on and on, and Joshua and, and et cetera. But, you know, there there's a time for peace. There's a time for war, all right? And at all costs, we should be, doing our best to do what God's word lays on the individual's heart. I'm not going out here and chasing the government. I'm not going to sit here and continuously badmouth the government because I don't really care. That's where I'm at now. I'm, I don't really care anymore. I'd say, if you're going to do this, let's do it. Cause I'm ready to go home and be with my Lord and savior. Amen. You know, I'm but tired of the mess down here. I'm tired of all this junk and, you know, Let's let's get the ball rolling. Let's get some people saved. So when we go home, we've got more people going with us than going away from us. Amen. Build up our army, man. That's okay. what it's all about. That's what I'm saying is that you're going to be ready for the battle when it comes. And every day is is questionable now. You know what I'm saying? Like you can just watch the prophecy unfold and 
once you get the feeling better and coming back on, you know, we'll have some more deeper conversations in long term. Oh, absolutely. But, Amen. But I want to, I want to thank you. We, we have a lot of poo in here tonight. We, <laughs> we got, sure we have a, a DJ poo, J poo, Maddie poo. <laughs> oh, that reminds me folks. I'm not, I'm not in the chat. I'm not watching my phone. I'm not even logged in to be honest with you. So let me just say, Hey, I, I love you all. I appreciate you all. I, I hope and pray God's blessings upon each and every one of you. I really do. Thank you so much for all the prayers and I, and all the people who's been thinking, you know, thinking about me, reaching out, you know, make no mistakes. I, I want to be, I want God to be using me to help everyone who needs that help, whatever area it is that you need help. And if you don't, that's great too. You know, that's, that's fantastic. But just know the sincere love you very much. All of you. I appreciate you all. I'm not in the chat, but definitely thinking about you all. Yeah. Yeah. We well, miss you, buddy. Oh yeah. Well, we, we I, miss you. I keep everyone up to date. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you know, what's, what you've been up to and what you're going through. Um, like I said, so I, I've always made you a part of the show, whether you like it or not, you're still here with us. <laughs> mm -hmm. why, would but, I, why would I not no, like I it? But I, but I am looking forward to you getting better. We'll, we'll get Heck you yes. in when you're feeling up to it. I know that, you know, I had a meeting earlier, um, helping, uh, Jay Wu and Jim, get all their stuff set up um to get their podcast going and i know that that jim and and uh and uh, jay woo would love to have you on when they come on hopefully next week just to talk about what their plans are for the show and, hey well uh, let's pray about that let's pray god will give me a good day that day and i can come in and sit for a little while i'd love to i'd love to see them both in a zoom and talk with them especially someone who has the wisdom of 90 years you, you know folks you can't you can't just run out to a bookstore and buy that Oh, I mean, man. and I loved him. He's, he is, <laughs> so, I mean, if you didn't know, man, you, you, he's just as sharp as a tack. You know what I'm saying? He, uh, the, he's got the scripture down, just a very good soul. Um, You know, it was, it was awesome getting to, you know, to talk to him, get to meet him earlier. You know, plus I love, you know, Jay Wu is awesome. And, you know, we've had some great conversations recently about the importance of humility and how God has us on one big mission, but we're all in our separate missions for that big mission. You know what I'm saying? Like right. we, we can't all be doing the same thing or nothing would get That's right. Yeah. That's right. Just like there's different gifts of the Holy spirit. We're all, we all have different gifts and, and, and we need to be learning how to use them folks. I'm serious. You know, don't, don't be deceived really get down on your knees and humbly go to on your face before God and ask him to reveal things. He's, he's there. That's what he wants you to do. I mean, I, I've been on my face many times here by myself <laughs> while this has happened. You know, I've had, Tears running down my face. I've been shouting and praising both hands in the air. Almost, almost fell down because I run into the wall out here one or the doorway one day because I had both hands up walking through the house praising God. I bumped into it and you know, but hey, just keep keep your thank yous, love yous, and prayers, you know, and praises going up to Him. And I promise you, He's gonna, you know, you may not be healed here. That's the thing to always remember. But I can promise you this. He's hearing you. He's going to help you. He's going to get you where you need to be and accomplish what it is he created you to accomplish. Amen. Amen, Amen. brother. Man, it was a blessing seeing you again, um, getting to get you back on the show briefly. Like I said, you lasted longer than, than we thought we were going mm -hmm. to. So, yeah, yeah. That's all praise to God. I'm telling you, he can he can do it. I mean, if he wanted me to go another hour and a half, I'm, I'm, I probably could do it. But, you know, I'm, I leave everything up to him now. I try to just step complain as hard, you know, I'm, I'm still learning how to do that, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to, when I'm talking about him or I'm talking about the Bible or his word or whatever, I'm trying just to remove myself 110% and just let him flow through me, whether that's crying, whether that's laughing, whether that's getting stern, whether it's just giving somebody a hug or an appreciation, whatever, that's, that's what I want. I want him. I'm surrendering to Jesus. I don't know about everybody else. That's not for me to judge, but I'm telling you right now, this old boy right here, I'm surrendering to the Lord Jesus Christ, whatever his will is for my life, whatever it is he wants to be done. Praise God. Let it be done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'll tell you right now, like just riding the heavenly adrenaline right now. And once the show's over, he's going to be like, poof. <laughs> yeah, but like he looks great. You look great. You do. Um, yeah, I, do. Really I know you. I look one way, but I feel, I feel rough, but yeah. you know, hey, God, it could be worse. That, you guys exactly. yeah. and, and you're a whole lot better now than you were just three months ago. Mm -hmm. um, it's, oh, you, we're yeah. getting you here. And like I said, you know, I've a, been through this about, well, about seven months now. It's been going on. And when it first happened, man, I, there were days where I didn't even, I didn't know if I was going to be here tomorrow, to be honest. 
and we'll talk, you know, we got more time and I can say, we'll, we'll talk, go into more detail and things. But all, all I would say is, is leaving here tonight, I would say this, no matter what you're going through, listen to me and listen to me good. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Okay. If you call on God, if you're his child, he's going to see you through it. Amen. Never doubt that. Don't you want for one man, you listen to me, hallelujah. Don't you dare let the devil take that from you because that is his security. Lord God Almighty security he gave you that he is not a liar. He does what he says he's going to do. Okay. Period. Now, with that being Amen. said, we take passages out of the Bible and we make them say what we want them to say. Be very careful about that because just because he says he can, he will heal you again, doesn't mean he'll heal you here. He didn't say he'll heal you while you're on the earth. Did he? No. Nope. So my point is this, don't let the devil steal your glory. No. Don't let the devil keep you from praising him. Even in hardships, even when your heart is ripped apart, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know where you're going. You can't beat this addiction. Let me tell you something. There is nothing that my God cannot do. Amen. Period. Amen. Remember, God is our Savior. He's not a genie. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, so when you pray for strength, God's not going to go, granted, you are now 250 pounds of burly muscle. He's going to put something in your life that, that allows mm -hmm. you to earn your strength. So remember be when careful. you pray, <laughs> be, be careful. specific careful what you pray for. Exactly. Be, be careful. I'm, I'm living proof of that. Be mm -hmm. careful. Yep. So Jeff, um, to put you on the spot. Would you bless us with a prayer oh. to pray us out sure. this evening? Sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's bow our heads. Father God, thank you so much for your love and your mercy and your grace that you've given us. Hallelujah and praise to your wonderful, wonderful name, Lord, the, just the blessings you give us each and every day of our lives when we take for granted. Forgive us for all of those things, Lord. My prayer tonight is not for myself, Father, but I come humbly before you in the name of Jesus Christ and ask that you would just prick the hearts of every person that hears me, Father. Whether it's a year down the road, whether it's right now, it doesn't matter. I, my prayer is for you to prick their hearts, get them to see you without any kind of turmoil or hardship entering into their lives, Lord. Let it just be a bed of roses, if you would, but just prick their hearts that they would get themselves right where you want them to be, that they will truly 100% get to a point of surrendering unto you, Lord Jesus. But above that, I just pray, as I most often do, and you know my heart, help people to understand your word. Help them to be able to hear and receive your word. Let them understand that it's nothing that they can do other than accepting your gift of grace through the blood atoning that was shed on Calvary's cross by the Lamb of God, your Son. Let them be covered in that blood. Let them find you. Let them not have a false sense of security. Those people who are struggling tonight, maybe they, they've done this, they've believed, and for whatever reasons, they've stepped back, they've struggled, and Satan's attacking them. Lord, I just pray tonight in your name that you would rebuke Satan and give them a season of peace and of surety of their salvation. Show them beyond a shadow of a doubt whether they are truly born again or if they're not. Salvation is most important. Our time is running out, and the enemy knows that, and he's going to try to get everybody he can. You know this, Father. I don't, I don't even need to say it, Lord, but I do know one thing, that you're in control of everything. Everything you're in control of. You hold the stars in your right hand. You love us enough that you were willing to send your son to die for us. Help us to receive that. Help us give us preachers and, and deacons and Sunday school teachers and just common people out here every day. Give us these people walking the streets, telling us the good news the way that it should be through sound doctrine, not about sunshine and rainbows, Lord, and all feel good, feel good. We need to know who the enemy is, but above that, we need to know how we can have salvation, and we need to know the truth of that, and we need to get away from this stuff of being under the yoke of the law because Jesus came and did away with that. He fulfilled the law. His blood, once and for all, fulfilled that law where man could not do it by sacrifices of animals. He did it. 
Praise your holy and wonderful name, Christ Jesus. Thank you so very much. Lord, save that soul as close as to hell tonight. Be with each and every person here, whatever they're going through, whatever their family members are going through. I just pray a blessing upon them as you bless me, Father in heaven. And I just pray that you'll continue to bless me. And I know you will because you are truth to your word. You're not a liar. You've showed me that. And I so thank you very much. Be with us. Help this podcast to grow. Help all podcasts like this to grow. But above that, help us to fully surrender, each and every one of us, to your will, what it is that you want us to do, that you receive honor, praise, and glory. In Christ Jesus' name, I ask and pray, Father, let it be done. Amen. 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 Well, Jeff, brother, thank you so much, man. We we almost did the full hour. Like I said, I, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I know, man. Like I said, God just gives you that energy. And talking about him just, just, and just, literally fills you with spirit and you are on fire tonight as everybody was saying everybody i know you can't see the chat but everyone is just so blessed that you're here tonight and uh like i said a lot of love he'll he'll be back soon a lot of love he'll be back oh you can believe that whenever the lord's ready to completely heal me he will i mean he showed me 15 years folks think about that 15 years it took me to figure for him to show what was really going on with me 15 years yeah. 15 years. You know, mm-hmm. we that's another problem we have. We think when we pray, like you said, the genie thing a while ago, when we pray, we think we instantly receive it. Sometimes we do. Sometimes it takes 15 years. Yeah, exactly. But you know what? You ask God to give you your legs back and you may not get them here, but you're going to wake up one day in heaven and be like, oh, look at that. That's right. Praise God. Praise God. Exactly. Well, brother, Glorified body. Thank you so much, man. I, I'm so pre- um, and also, guys, remember to keep uh, insidious in your prayers. Yes, absolutely. Pray, pray yeah. that pray that she's at home and can contain her excitement when they call her and say you've got the job. <laughs> absolutely. Amen. She really needs mm-hmm. that, folks. You know, if you would, if you don't mind, please be diligently in prayer that you know the Father's will to be give her that that work from home job because she really needs it um, for a lot of different reasons, not just so she can be at home, but. Um, you know, our thing is we want to get closer to God, and maybe you can do that where you work. Maybe you can't, but whatever it is, we need to be seeking Him to, to deliver everything that we do every moment. Absolutely. Well, Amen. And brother, I love you. I um, love you too. You know, we'll keep you in the prayers so that yes. you know. Hopefully, you can get back on a little bit more frequently until you're ready to to start your show, and then we'll get on that one as well. Um, sure. a lot of people living up, following their mission, getting closer to God. And not stopping there, but doing what they can to spread that word. God didn't say, hey, you're going to hell if you don't spread the gospel from nation to nation. But he asked us to. And look, look at all he's done for us. The least we can do are the couple of things that he asked of us. Sure. I agree with that. But God bless you. God bless Insidious. I love you both very much. Um, Like I said, I always keep in touch with you, but I'm thankful that you got to come on and, and everyone got to be here with us this evening. Um, you're a blessing in my life, brother, and I, I'm just very grateful, both of you too. Yes. Just uh, just returning mm-hmm. what the Lord's given me. That's all. Amen. I love you all. I love each and every one of you, and and I sincerely want everybody that hears my voice to be up there in heaven with me one day. And if we remember each other up there, there's debates on that. But if we do, I want to say, Hey man, I was sitting there one night when you was pretty, Hey, good. You know, just to give a big yeah. old group hug, you know, I'm a big hugger, but you know, that that's where I want. I want to see everybody be safe, man. I don't want to see anybody go to the other side. Amen. You know? Amen. We're running out of time. Like I said, I can guarantee that every day that we move forward is another day. We're getting closer to that time. It's still yeah. maybe 50 years off. It may be a week off. It may be a day off. We don't could be know. Tonight. God doesn't know. It could be tonight. <laughs> or, or Christ doesn't know. The angels don't know. We're not going to know. So, uh, you know, keep looking, keep digging, keep, you know, watching the prophecies unfold. Don't get caught up in it because, once again, we don't know in that time. So the best time to get God in your life is yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. But, uh, well, God bless you, brother, living. Yeah. It was great having you here. I know um, I, I was, <laughs> it was awesome getting to hear Jeff back on here oh, talking God. again. His his prayer brought tears to my eyes. Nah, I, know. I love to, hearing you pray. Good to hear and those I miss it too. big time. Um, thank mm-hmm. you. Next week we're gonna um have a couple of guests on. We're we're lining yep. those up. Um, hopefully Nemos will be coming on. Um, um hopefully this week. Yeah, hopefully this week. Uh, tomorrow night I will be. Um, we're we're gonna be bringing uh DW on at some point as well, talking about prayer. Um, we'll we'll decide what day's best for him. And then, like I said, and then sometime this week, if it's not tomorrow, we'll be talking about um, the multiple ways of putting your house in order, which is very important as well. 
So, yes, it is. So, guys, I love you all very, very much. We are so thankful to be part of this family, you allowing us into your family. I love doing the show. I love spending this time with you. Um, like I said, just keep on doing what you're doing. Spread that word. Focus on your life, getting closer to God. Help others find that relationship. Um, and remember that there's no wrong way. God has us speaking in different ways and doing different things because what I may not be able to reach someone, someone else can. Jeff can, you know what I'm saying? That's why God has so many hands on deck right now. But we need to stand up and follow that mission. And there's no time to have idle hands or an idle voice. We have to work right now because, like Jeff said, we weren't promised tomorrow. We don't know when this is going to unfold. So we've got a lot of work to do right now, do on earth as you would in heaven. And God doesn't want us sitting by and doing nothing. Yes, he's going to take us home, but he certainly doesn't want us just sitting back with our hands in our pockets waiting. We got mm -hmm. work. No, that's do. dangerous, folks. There's scripture about that. But anyway. yeah. So we got work to do. But Jeff, I love you. And Sidious, I love you, Living. I love you. All of you out here, I love you. I'm yeah. grateful so much for our friendship, our family, our relationship, and all that you do. Thank you for joining us for Kilted Christian episode 489. Brothers in a Bible. Yeah. 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 Woo, we got to Bible. say brothers in a Bible. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, we will see you tomorrow evening for episode 490. We're getting closer to the 500th episode. You gonna, get. You better get. Well, we yeah. love Jeff, you to be here. Jeff, the five hundred. You Jeff have will be, to be required here. if he's here. For Even if five you're laying down, we to, want you to, to be come here. in for episode five. Yes, yes, it's, that's ten episodes, brother, away. Yeah. So get we'll, better. We'll definitely get you on. Get better. Keep praying for Jeff. Keep praying for Insidious. Um, like I said, that God. Like I said, go ahead and thank God. Don't ask God, thank God, because God's going to answer this prayer guaranteed. So go ahead and thank God for the that awesome job that Insidious is about to get a call for next yes. week from home. So, but um, guys, we will see you tomorrow evening for episode 490. Have an absolutely beautiful rest of your weekend, a beautiful Sunday. Thank God for everything that he has blessed you with. Guys, I love you very, very much. I will see you tomorrow evening, and I leave you with this. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we held at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars For the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming, and the rocket's regular, the bombs bursting in there, gave proof through the night that our flag Have a beautiful rest of your evening. I'm loving the name changes with the poo, but I'm not going to change my name to Dun Poo because Dun means brown, and we all know what poo is. But guys, have a beautiful night. We are so fortunate, and don't ever forget this. We know how this ends. God wins. So hold on to that line. Let go of your stress. Let go of your anxiety. Fear not. God's got our back. Don't question what he has. He always keeps his promises, and we will get through this just fine. But he also needs us to do our job right here on this earth. So stand up, spread that gospel from nation to nation. Pray, pray, pray. We're going to be just fine. We're going to win this battle. I was told in Revelation. Guys, I love you very, very much. We will see you tomorrow evening for Kilted Christian episode 490. Have a beautiful night and God bless. <laughs>